Well, happy Sunday! Hopefully you're listening to this either before or after you attended church today. Again, um, whether it's online or in person, we do have social distancing here. And so if you're in town, we would love um, for you to be here in person. It, it, I have to admit, it, it's, it's, uh, it's nice to see you face to face. Just so you know. Not that it's about me. Anyway, Mark chapter 15, Portals of Prayer today. 33 through 39. And when the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lemma sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders hearing it said, Behold, it is co- he is calling Elijah. And someone ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on a reed, and gave it to him to drink. Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to take him down. And Jesus uttered a loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood facing him saw that in this way he had breathed his last, he said, Truly, this man was the Son of God. Psalm 22, verses 1 through 21. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer, and by night, but I find no rest. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. In your fathers, in you our fathers trusted. They trusted, and you delivered them. To you they cried and were rescued. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by mankind and despised by the people. All who seek me mock me. They make their mouths at me. They wag their heads. He trusts in the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him rescue him, for he delights in him. Yet you are he who took me from the womb and made me trust you at my mother's breasts. On you was I cast from my birth, and from my mother's womb you have been my God. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, and there is none to help. Many bulls encompass me, strong bulls of Bashan surround me. They open wide their mouths at me, like a ravening or a ravening and roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax, it is melted within my breasts. My strength is dried up like a pot shirt, and my tongue sticks to my jaws. You lay me in the dust of death. For dogs encompass me, a company of evildoers encircles me. They have pierced my hands and feet, I can count all my bones. They stare and gloat over me, they divide my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. But you, O Lord, do not be far off. O you, my help, come quickly to my aid. Deliver my soul from the sword, my precious life from the power of the dogs. Save me from the mouth of the lion. You have rescued me from the horns of the wild oxen. The question we'll never have to ask. You may not have caught the theme, but this past week's devotion have all centered around questions Jesus asked. He's the best teacher who ever lived, and his questions cause us to examine the deep places in us. Today's question was not posed to us, but for us. It causes us to reflect on something so horrifying, so dark and terrible, that we want to run from it. But think of this. No matter what you've gone through in your life, whatever fear, heartache, loneliness, helplessness, rejection, suffering, God has never forsaken you. Whatever you've done or failed to do, God has never forsaken you. But perfect Jesus, who never did anything but please his Father, was forsaken by God. 
The totality of our ugly sin was on Jesus, and God turned his holy face away from all that evil. Jesus was left to suffer the physical, mental, and spiritual agony utterly alone. Today is Sunday, the day we remember that God was well pleased with his finished work of creation, and he was well pleased with the finished work of Jesus on the cross. We have no other response than to say, Glory then to Jesus, who the Prince of Light, to a world in darkness brought the gift of sight. Praise to the Father in the Spirit's love. Praise we all together who reigns above. Amen. And I think this is an interesting one thing that I think is, is there's a bright spot maybe in this account on the cross. Um, first of all, uh, we see that he gave up his spirit to God. So he knew that even though God forsook him, it was only for a moment. And the only reason he forsook him for a moment was because he could not look as all the sin of all mankind, past, present, and future, was being placed upon Jesus. So there was this disruption, if you will, for a moment in the unity and the trinity um, and uh, of God. And, and, and so it cost them a lot. It cost God a lot to have this happen. But I want you to see something. It says that the, the veil in the temple was torn from top to bottom. Now the veil would separate people from God and separate people from the Holy of Holies. And only the priest once a year could go in there. In fact, they would, t- they, they would tie um, a, a, a rope around his leg and um, because if he went in in an otherworthy manner, um, they would have to pull him out because he'd be dead. And so there were bells and pomegranates put on the hem of the garment. So you would hear the movement of the priest and the high priest. And once that stopped, you knew, whoops, I uh, guess he didn't make it because you wouldn't be able to go in there and retrieve them from the Holy of Holies. So um, just some, some interesting thing. But it was torn from the top to the bottom. We can, and that shows that God came down to us. God divided the wall himself from the top to the bottom so that we might enter in freely without fear of death because Jesus died for us. So maybe God's inviting you in to just enjoy that today. I hope to see you at church. Um, we are sharing communion today, so it'll be a wonderful day at the Lord's table. May God richly bless your day. Enjoy Jesus. Go and share life.